Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Well, the Western Bulldogs jump to sixth for the moment, at least, on the AFL ladder after a 42-point win over Hawthorne. We've got it all covered for you, including our AFL Nation experts and both coaches as we look back on the early game of a Friday night doubleheader. Pulls the kick to full forward. It'll work. Lewis got there to be the receiver. He's at full forward. Mitch Lewis for the first. It's there for the Hawks. And they all swarm in to celebrate it. He links it back up with McDonald and O'Meara. This is a surging run. Has a bounce. Sets it up to full forward. With the flight. Beautiful Mark Moore. Stands up and kicks the goal. Lifts it up to the teeth of goal. Good defensive numbers there. Almost got to the back. Blank got a good hand in there. Johannes ended it up with it anyway. And he hooked back over his shoulder and threw for a goal. Gee, they've got a battle on their hands, the dogs. It's a good game, and uh, they have brought intensity. They've got pace, and they're uh, unraveling the dogs in the uh, defensive area. It's like a drop punt. They're right behind him. The Hawk, number 22. There's fast starts, but we're near the end of the quarter now. This is not a fast start. This is prolonged for the quarter. Dogs have got a battle. McDonald stood up through the contact, kicked it towards Reeves, but they couldn't get near. He's 35 metres out. That a little. And he's kicked straight enough to register Hawthorne's fifth goal. And they couldn't be much more impressive at the moment. And Liberatore well got Mitchell high. Everyone saw it for the umpire. <laughs> or the umpires. Liberatore kicks Hugel Hagen and late Norton. His timing was exquisite as he came, well, from nowhere really. Needs to convert from 25 metres out. That goes without saying, and he has. Second contested mark of the night produces his first goal. Johannesson, 65 out. Norton again. No, he didn't mark. Well done, Blank. But all it did was delay the goal. And that's volleyed out of the air by West. Jack was in front of Norton, who made the spoil. McRae underneath to Bontempelli from 40 out. Beautiful kick. The captain steps up. The Hawks love this run and gun style of football and when the pressure's not there it's going to work a treat the issue is can they throw it back into third gear when the pressure comes up and basically just adjust your game accordingly because but when the pressure came up they still tried to go as fast as possible and they've been there at the authors of their own demise can I just say how good that goal was from the Bonto? Riley West is going to put the dogs in front as the clock ticks toward halftime. West ensures the dogs lead for the first time in what has been a five goal to one turn. Good work done by JJ. He opened the way. Norton to Dunkley on the turn. He's got it. To centre half forward, a standoff and a good mark from Johannesson. He held Impey at bay and then lunged successfully. Johannesson, he can go the journey. He can go the journey, and he does. Tapped by West Brent in a shacky, yeah. and this time he finishes. 
Off the right boot around the corner. He rises and marks, and he's committed to the fast play inside 50. Like the look of Shaggy. Well, this is just a uh, training drill right now, Doom. Unfortunately, the yeah. Hawks have just fallen completely away, and the Dogs are playing terrific footy. Dogs. Josh Shaggy kicking for his second in this term from 35 metres out. He's dubbed it. That's ten in a row for the Dogs. It came to West, who tries to hit up Shaggy too tall. At the back, McCone over the pack and put it through. And that is 11 in a row for the Bulldogs. Now there's a little scrap on down in front of us. James Sicily's in it, can you believe that? Well, Sicily, I saw it unfold and quite clearly Sicily's frustrated. That's the only thing he's won today and that's that scrap. He's had a poor night. Stormed oh, over. Gee, you missed that. Oh, somebody came in over the top turnbuckle. He did indeed. That's full on fracker now. The Bond. Now, the Bond didn't like it. was almost Kevin Ablett, Bruce Doolish. <laughs> the headband went missing. <laughs> Norton will draw the footy. There's plenty to fly. Hugo Hagen across the front. Had a couple of bites to the satisfaction of the umpire. Mara Eugle Hagen looking for his first. He's able to join the scoring spree. Mitch Lewis, his fifth shot at goal for the Knights. It's, it's a pure good. strike. That is a glorious kick from 56 metres out. And through handsomely for a goal. He's a beautiful kick, Dermot, as you yes. rightly said. And he's coming on at a rapid rate of knots. It's, it's, it's so exciting if you're Hawthorne that you're seeing this emerge. They'll be disappointed with what happened over the last hour of footy, but there are some real positives and you could name two or three and Lewis is certainly one of them. He's, he's genuine key position yeah. size. He's, a, he's going to be a huge man. He's big. He's a big kid right now, but he's he's going to be Tom Hawkins big. Liberatore out of the middle, landed it on the chest of Bontempelli. Oh, he one scrubs down. a kick inside the 50. Is that Hugo Hagen who yep. tipped over? The ball comes out the way of Dale, who hit it full throttle, unloaded from 40, Beautiful. and bangs it home. The final siren rings out. The Dogs got the two wins they had to have, and now into the tough stretch of the draw to see if they can peg their way into the eight and play in this final series. They're 42-point winners over the Hawks. So the Bulldogs got home comfortably, but it was anything but comfortable in the first quarter. In fact, any thought of a walk in the park was quickly dismissed when the Hawthorne side got on top right from the start. In the middle of the ground, they got on top. They exposed the vulnerabilities of the Doggies' defence. Reeves was a handful in the ruck with Warple back in the team and really enjoying it around the footy. He had help from O'Meara in particular as they provided the muscle needed against the depth of the Doggies' mid field. Young Connor McDonald was also in everything and displaying his talent and Mitchell Lewis, fresh from signing a new long-term contract, was showing his worth. He kicked two goals in the first quarter, both coming with the help of dynamic little man Dylan Moore who was playing smart but hard footy early. Luke Bruce took a terrific one-on-one -on -one mark to goal and play his part with the Hawks having 15 more contested possessions in the opening term. The Dogs were really struggling and it was thank goodness for Ed Richards who was cutting off some of the attacks and creating run, but not getting much help, although the bond was threatening a little up forward. They did manage to kick one goal in the first quarter, but the margin at the first break was 19 points in Hawthorne's favour, and deservedly so. And nothing much changed immediately at the start of the second term as Ned Reeves kicked truly, but then all of a sudden, after being 25 points down, 
everything changed. The Bulldogs finally got on top around the footy. Led by Tom Liberatore at the clearances with and without the footy. His aggressive approach really turned things the dogs way. He had the help from McRae who had nearly 20 disposals by half time. Then Bonson Pally and Dunkley jumped on board as well. Finally giving the lights of Aaron Norton and co some real chances up forward. The goals started to come. Former Hawk Tim O'Brien had recovered from an early knock to come back and just went forward briefly. He kicked his first goal in his new colours against his old side, which of course he really enjoyed. They lost Richards to concussion, but the Dogs were well on top. The Hawks continued to try and move the ball aggressively out of defence. It had worked early, but it didn't work as the game progressed. They've made some bad decisions, and of course the execution was an issue as well. Waitman was quiet after last week's injury, but Shackie started to show a bit, and in particular Riley West, who was showing his increased comfort at the level, started to hit the scoreboard, and his second goal put the dogs in front and really they didn't look back the halftime lead quickly expanded in the third term with sweet getting on top in the ruck and the Hawks starting to tire and they simply couldn't find another way of getting it out of defense Chalor and Dunkley who kicked two in the third term were particularly prominent along with Caleb Daniel in defense Williams who'd quelled Jath and Scott who'd moved back into defense to cover Richards all played important roles it was 41 points and 10 goals in a row by three-quarter time and incredibly that became 14 consecutive goals before Eugle Hagen who gradually started to find some confidence as the game progressed and West continued to prosper. After a couple of misses, the Hawks were finally able to kick a goal when Butler kicked truly and then Mitchell Lewis put through his third the game had really opened up by then and the goals started to flow both ways. Luke Bruce made it three for the game. He went past term, which we all enjoyed in terms of total goals. And the Hawks kicked some consolation goals, at least showed some fight. It was a seven goal to six final term. And the margin in the end, the Bulldogs' way, was 42 points. Jackson McRae had 31 disposals the hundredth time he'd gone past a, a, a 30 disposals in a game. Tom Liberatore, though, got the votes from Dermot Brereton for the 3 2 and 1. Bontempelli picking up two. He had 27 disposals and one goal, too. And he was angered a little bit by James Sicily, who had a mixed night. He particularly made some errors. He swiped the headband off uh, Aaron Norton, which really ruffled uh, a few of, uh, of the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, particularly the bots, seem to take exception to it, as well as Norton as well. The replays and the reaction will be interesting on that over the weekend. Dunkley, 27 disposals and two goals. And, uh, of course, Aaron Norton was a danger up front for the Western Bulldogs. But Riley West, playing his best game for the Dogs, kicked three goals, three. And uh, for the Hawks, well, um, as I said, the three goals from both Mitchell Lewis and Luke Bruce, more at the start and the end of the game. There was a few pluses, uh, particularly young Connor McDonald, who played one of his best games, and Reeves in the ruck at times. Uh, but a lot to think about for Sam Mitchell in terms of this year. They continue to play attractive football. Let's hear now from our experts on AFL Nation before we hear from the the coaches. Hawthorne, fantastic early. Love the way they're going about it under Sam Mitchell, but that is a disappointing loss. Not so much that they lost, but the way they lost and the fact that the, the energy just just drained out of them midway through the second quarter. So 30 seconds on the Hawks or 15 seconds on them. Whatever chances they had dissipated when they kept turning the ball over yep. by trying to be so attacking. The two positives, we talked about him late in that game. Warple's game was fantastic tonight. That's the best game he's played, yep. I think I've seen for probably this season. Uh, and also the big fella, Mitch Lewis, up forward. Let's talk about the doggies. Everything went right from quarter time. If I look back at this game... 
because there's other people who've got more footy than him. And if the umpires don't give Liberatore three votes for this game, I'm watching a different sport. Yep. Yep. He was superb from quarter time. I do say, I haven't got the stat sheet in front of me, thanks to safety steel sheds, but I'd say he was the highest clearance player on the ground. Uh, he, he was just magnificent the way he thrust his body into it uh, and, and took the ball away from stoppage. They cleaned up at stoppage. They also worked out when the Hawks want to go, the one thing you, when you go through the middle, the one thing you can't deal with is opposition bodies and traffic. Yep. So they absolutely sweated that corridor and say, look, we let you go the first quarter. You ain't running through there again in the second quarter. And they physically bashed up Hawthorne and their ability to run with the footy. It was well coached. They made an adjustment at quarter time, uh, Beveridge and the, and the Doggies coaching uh, uh, panel. And their forwards were able to cash in. I agree with you. In his short career, Riley West. How many games have we got for young Westy? Uh, well, it's a handful, not too many. Where is he? Here he is. 17. This is his 18th game. That's his best game at senior level. Oh, a long way, yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see, you know, five, seven minutes in the middle of the ground just to say, hey, have another crack at it. Let's pump your stats up a bit. But they were dominant everywhere except in the full back line. And they had their moments too, but, uh, yeah, they did what we thought they'd, they'd do. Now they're approaching eight and six somewhere where we thought they'd be. Maybe they, they probably should even be a nine and five team. You sort of feel that they're at that stage now. They're minus one on, on what I think they would be as a side. So positive signs for them. After being challenged, it's a fantastic evening if you are forced to change your style and you come out and you give the oppo a smack. So they're the thoughts of Dermot Brereton and Jared Healy looking back on the 42-point win from the Western Bulldogs. Let's hear from the coaches. First of all, Luke Beveridge. Oh, I was pleased with the way we uh, resurrected the momentum. Uh, we were all at sea out of centre bounce. Uh, and so the boys had to change what they were doing in there. Really pleased with the way Sweetie and, and Shaq... Um, you know, fought the good fight in the ruck area and, and managed to, um, you know, balance it out and, and give us some momentum. And our mids did a, a terrific job because it was a, some real uncertainty at centre bounce. Um, and, uh, and to get it back on track was enormous. So sometimes you lose your, your way a bit from that area and the hooks were way up on contested footy for a fair portion of that early part of the game. And, uh, and then afterwards it was... Um, you know, it was evened up, and then I think it, we tipped it over the edge in our favour, which is quite critical in the end. How important was Liberatore in turning the tide in there? Yeah, Liberty got us going, and um, you know some of his ground ball collision plays that um, he was able to handball and shape out, and then give us um, an opportunity forward of the play really lifted his teammates. And um, yeah, so his uh, output or well, his impact was uh, imperative. Scored freely again, 19 goals. I mean, they got a few junk time goals, but you are finding the scoreboard. Yeah, look, we have. I mean, but that's probably the fifth time in the last six or seven games we've kicked over 100 points, and um, and the you know I didn't we didn't like the last quarter. Uh, Hawthorne kicked seven. I think we kicked seven one. That's not the way we want to play. Uh, it happened a bit last week as well. So and and some of those are just fundamentals with our own ball use. You know, shallow entries to. Um, contests and um, you know and, and handballing directly to them on shape and they're just difficult to defend. So uh, I thought our backs 
after being under pressure, you know, 19 entries in that first quarter and, um, you know, possibly should have scored more. I thought they held their nerve and, and gave us some stability. Uh, but um, and, and guys who weren't having it, making an impression in that first half, uh, you know, I thought Mara and Josh Shackey and, um, and I thought Westy was quite outstanding for, for most of the night. Um, it was really important. You know, 12 goal kickers, that's the way we want to play and spreading that load and uh, and that, that means you're a little bit unpredictable to the opposition. So the boys did well in that where we weren't so effective or efficient in that first quarter. So the Dogs up to sixth place for the moment, 32 points, and they've moved up on percentage ahead of Richmond, the Sydney Swans, and St Kilda, as well as Collingwood, who all still to play over the weekend. So there's no guarantee of staying in the eight, but they are a chance depending on how those results fare for the rest of the weekend. So there was uh, a great start from the Hawks, but after that, it was pretty disappointing. Let's hear what Sam Mitchell thought of the night's events. Oh, yeah, you've nailed it there. I think we kicked the first goal of the second quarter and then eight points in a row, but we only had 15 inside 50s for um, two quarters. And, um, you know, we're, despite being a young group, that's not an excuse for the, um, you know, we just didn't have enough players that were tough enough for long enough today. So the challenge for us is, um, yeah, they're a really good side and their midfield in particular is, you know, first class and we just weren't capable of matching it with them for long enough today. So that's our challenge is we've proven that we can match it um, with a really strong side like that for periods of a game, but we just can't do it for long enough at the moment and that's um, not acceptable in our, in our standards and what we want to achieve as a group. And, um, you yeah, know, there's a little bit of um, disappointment more than a little bit of disappointment around um, how that looked, particularly in quarters two and three. You brought the, that three-quarter time, you had a chat to the players pretty much straight away before they went to their groups. Was that an encouraging message or was it, did you give them a bit of a bait? <laughs> no, it wasn't. In, oh, I mean, it was neither. I mean, we wanted a response. Really, we'd been trying to, as a coach, you're trying to set the game up to help the players, um, you know, by changing any sorts of structure or positional changes, anything that you think will help. Um, and basically, my message was, um, sounds like a funny thing to say, but I'm not going to help you with structure because if we can't win contests, we can't win games. So um, we're going to go back to a very basic game and we just have to be tougher for longer in the last 30 minutes. Um, you know, they had the game probably sewn up at that point, but we did produce a better level of play in the last quarter. Um, and so acknowledging that we've tried to help this game, we've tried to structure the game to help us, but that hasn't worked because we haven't been tough enough for long enough. Um, so in the last quarter, went back to a very basic version of the game and simplified everything and, and got a better response, which was a, a step forward, but too, li- too little too late. Sam Mitchell wrapping up our coverage of all that happened last night on Friday Night Football. The Western Bulldogs with their eighth win of the year go to 32 points with their win. The Hawks uh, are 14th on the ladder as it stands with four wins and a percentage of 85.6. You'll hear about all the action, of course, including all the drama in Perth last night coming up on Crunch Time. And it's a cracking weekend ahead. Make sure you tune in on AFL Nation. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.